Welcome to the podcast. I'm a project manager and software engineer working with blockchain technology. This is a place where I discuss all things related to business, entrepreneurship, and travel from an international perspective, ranging from studying a foreign language to hiring freelancers to building a blockchain company. Each episode features new insights from the leaders I meet, the books I read, and the places I go. So, without further delay, here's today's episode. Every now and then on this podcast, I get questions sent to me. Now, I may not be the most equipped to answer the question that's sent, but I can at least offer some insight based on the experience that I have or just reasoning through what might be a reasonable solution to whatever question that you pose. So feel free to send in questions, leave them in the comments, or email them to me. This question in particular is about somebody asking about their college application essays or what to include within their college application. Specifically, the question is, will publishing a book help my application to college? The reason being, and this person is speaking from their experience, the reason being, I read a book about college applications to Harvard and what allowed somebody to get accepted. What was what comprised their package that they submitted to Harvard that allowed them to get accepted. And I saw one person who didn't have anything notable about their application besides the fact that they were a a published author. So this is the question posed to me. What is the what is the the merit associated with having a book published? Specifically as it relates to getting admitted into college. So there are a number of ways to approach this. The first one is to say, having a book published nowadays is not the same as it was roughly 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 25 years ago. Nowadays, to be published, you can do so without going through the typical gatekeepers, those who are referred to as the big five publishers. I'll come back to them in a moment. You now, if you've seen in the news or in the in some kind of blog article, you can self-publish a book through an online ebook platform. For example, Amazon. If you were to think, do I know how I might publish a book if I wanted to? If I wanted to be a self-published author, how might I do that? I'm guessing that if you were to think of anything, the first place you would think of is Amazon, specifically their Kindle platform. Additionally, you can do this through Apple. Apple has a dedicated app that allows you to self-publish through their iBooks platform. Now, it's not just limited to these two, for example, Google Play, but there are a number of other platforms where you can self-publish. Now, what is required to do that? Before I dig down into what's required, realize the categorical difference in self-publishing nowadays versus what was required 10, 15, 20 plus years ago in order to get your book published. If you're going through the typical gatekeepers, these big five publishers, those being Penguin or Penguin Books, parent company Penguin Random House, Holtzbrink Macmillan, Hatchet, HarperCollins, and Simon & Schuster. Now, if you were to take a quick look at your bookshelf and look at who's publishing, which companies, which books, 
or which publishers are associated with each of your books, most likely you're going to find these names. These are the largest English language publishers. So previously, if you were going to get your book published, you would have to go through one of these gatekeepers. And what was associated with that? Let me give you an idea. In a previous podcast, I described the process of asking, what would it be like, what would be required in order to get a book published? I've had ideas of books to write. I have not finished any of them, similar to what I'm guessing a lot of you in the audience can relate to, having ideas and then not actually taking the time to make something happen. But I had the idea and I thought, okay, what's related? What's associated with this? And I went onto the website to, I believe, of Penguin specifically. It was either Penguin or Simon & Schuster. And I, I went onto the website and I tried to find if there was a place on the site in order to submit a manuscript in order to say to one of these publishers, okay, you are the traditional gatekeepers. How do I get a book sent to you? How do I have a book created through you? When I was on the page, I was not able to navigate to a dedicated page on the site associated with submitting a manuscript. So what I did instead was try to find a page through Google searching. Sometimes there are pages that may not be quickly accessible by the navigation menu within a website that is still indexed by Google and you can find elsewhere. That comes especially in handy when you're trying to find, at least in the past, trying to find some settings within Facebook or some other social media platform. But in this case, I was searching, submit a manuscript to this company. And I found this page in Google, went to it, and here's what I found. The page itself said, we do not accept manuscripts online. You need to go through one of our representatives. They, they, are, they are the gatekeeper, essentially. It didn't say this. But in effect, they are the gatekeeper. These representatives, these agents of the company, by which you will get access, if at all, to one of these publishers. The only caveat for the particular site that I was looking at is that there was a, sub, a subsection related to a particular scholarship-related book publishing, self-publishing, not self-publishing, a sub, a sub a page, a part within the page about submitting a book as part of a particular category related to some endowment, but unrelated to the main part about actually submitting a manuscript. But that was what I found. You need to go through an agent, a representative. How do you do that? Where do you find them? If you were to, if let's say you're living in a, in, a, in a city where these publishers are based. Let's say you're in New York City or you're in LA. You have a manuscript. You're trying to get it in front of somebody to review it, even just to take the time to read it, let alone pass it on to somebody else. Just to have your material read. That in itself is a process. That in itself is difficult and requires a lot of effort or a combination of effort, luck, knowing people, grit, sweat equity. All of these things come together. Perhaps it's political connections. Perhaps it's family connections. But somehow you have, a, you have come in contact 
with somebody who is able to actually determine if your manuscript is going to go to the next round on the way to be considered to be published. This is before it is actually given the green light. This is just in the process of getting your manuscript received by somebody before it even gets read. So consider the steps that are associated with this so far. You have to somehow, through whatever means it happens to be, get your manuscript in the hands of one of these agents. They need to read it and say yes to you. Now imagine, they're actually, out of all everybody that they reject, they still have plenty of manuscripts that they receive that they need to consider. And from there, you get the green light or you get thrown into the bin. So now, on the way to getting published, you get the green light. What happens there? You don't get published. It goes on to other people to review. So we're moving, skip along a few steps. You've been reviewed. You, not just by the agent, but by a few other people within the company. You get the ultimate green light. There is a deal. You, or you sign some kind of deal whether it's for the entire manuscript or for it with it, it's for expectations of edits to the manuscript and a payout upon publishing, things like that. And finally, the book gets published. Now, if you were a, an admissions counselor or if you were somebody who was dealing with admissions to a university, you were the determiner of someone's fate as to whether or not they were accepted into your institution. And you read, years ago, you read that somebody had their book published. You would recognize all that was associated with that process. You would know all of these steps, at least in a broad overview, required to actually see that happen. Just by virtue of seeing that you had published a book and knowing what, knowing all that's associated with it, the steps that I just outlined, that would say a lot about an applicant. You would see that and think, I may not know much about this person's history. Their academic record may not have any red flags, but not be remarkable. They might not have something about their application that stands out. But the fact that they were able to have a book published, whether it be political connections, family connections, sweat equity, or some other reason, there's some quality, there's something that this person has that allowed them to get this published. And that's something we want. We see that as valuable. We want the name of our institution to be associated with this person because it suggests long-term success that will bring value back to our institution. It will look highly upon, it will shine bright upon this institution by this person being associated with us because we know where they're going. We have a strong, we have strong confidence in what kind of life this, this person is going to lead. If they were able to do this, now this was before, Nowadays, an admissions counselor or somebody who's reviewing applications, if they see that you're a published author, 
alone, there's some ambiguity to that. You could be self-published. You could do it entirely on your own. And so that does not carry the same weight as all of the steps that I described previously. Now, if somebody were to say in an application this year, they were a, they were a published author through one of the big five, then then it would still carry the weight that it previously did when that was the only world in which publishing could take place. Now, perhaps there were some self-publishing options that I'm not aware of. Things that are still that are available today, for example, that are not self-publishing through electronic versions. For example, also in a previous podcast, I discussed speaking with a self-publishing organization that for something like $10,000 will print your manuscript, convert it into a printed book, and and help you with the distribution of that book. They had various book resellers, outlets that they can distribute that book to. Now, that may be something that uh, I don't know how long that has existed. I'm guessing that it has been uh, been along for quite some time. And it still exists today. But barring that, speaking specifically in this application, saying you were published by one of the big five, then you carry the same weight as you might have previously before the age of electronic digital publishing. That's the first thing. So step one or stage one, tier one of this idea of, of answering what is it about publishing a book? Does that get, grant me merit? Does that, does that speak well of me? And the answer is yes with caveats. In this case, yes, if you go through one of these publications, then it stands out greatly. And if you are able to, if you are able to do that, then by all means, go for it. Don't compromise the other things that you're doing, especially related to grades and SAT scores in the case of college applications. Now, here's the next phase, the next tier, because you may not go through one of these organizations. You may go the self-publishing route. And that may not say the same thing as it does about getting published through one of the big five, but it still says something. It still says something. One of two things at least one of two things that immediately come to mind. The first one is, if you are self-publishing, there are things associated with that that require some ingenuity, that require some self-motivation in order for you to do that. It may not require all of the same connections, sweat equity, clout, anything associated with getting published on the big five, but it says something. Here, here's what I mean. If you actually look at the instructions for getting your book self-published electronically, it requires a few steps, at least steps that immediately come to mind. Let's say you're going to publish through the Kindle platform. You don't simply take your Word document and upload it to Kindle, add a title, and you're finished. Not so. When you create a document, when you create an electronic book through Kindle. There are steps associated with that. The document must be created in a certain file format. Alongside that, there is rudimentary code associated with creating this, creating this book, specifically related to 
hot links or hyperlinks. If you've ever worked with an electronic book, with, within the book, you tap a link, such as chapter one, tap chapter one, and it takes you to the part of the book where chapter one begins. That itself, it requires a little bit of code or pseudocode. And in order to do that, you need to follow the instructions from Amazon. And if it's not fully provided by Amazon, follow a guide online. Go through the process of doing that. Come up with the cover, make your own cover, and associate that with the book. You need to do all of these things, get the file format correct, get the formatting of the text correct, all in the, according to the specifications that Amazon requires before your book is going to be published through the platform. Now, think about that. All of those steps, they're not massive amount of steps, but there is some technical prowess that's required in order to complete this. So that too suggests something about the applicant. For an applicant to be able to do this, somebody who perhaps is interested in studying computer science, but doesn't have any computer science background within their high school, this suggests that they have some technical competency to the point where they're able to create this document. Perhaps the person is not going into computer science, but they're going into a field that, as we're seeing more and more in plenty of fields, having some computer know-how or some level of knowledge of programming is useful, if not becoming required by the job. So demonstrating that you're putting this together shows that you have some technical competency or you have the ability to learn to the point where you've demonstrated it in creating this product. That's the second level of what publishing a book can demonstrate in your application. But there's one more, and that is related to what I just said about everything associated with self-publishing self through, say, the Amazon platform. And that is doing so, and then the book becoming popular. Having a certain degree of popularity associated with the book. How is that quantified? Number of downloads. That's something that can be included in the application. You might say, yes, I self-published. Yes, I followed the steps. I didn't go through one of these big publishers. I did it on my own. And so while I'm not demonstrating not necessarily demonstrating skills or abilities related to getting published through the big five, whatever it might say about me to be able to get in front of somebody and to have my manuscript passed along them, whatever that says, not necessarily saying that I have that, but this is saying that what I did create, what was issued from my person, what was created by me had a quality about it that a certain number of people were drawn to. For example, application, self-published through Amazon, Apple iBooks, and the Google Play Store for a grand total of 50,000 downloads in the first year. Now, let's put you back in the, in the shoes of the person who is the gatekeeper before the college. You are the one reviewing all of the admissions essays, the applications, and deciding 
what kind of person or what what applicants are you going to allow or approve to attend this inst- your institution? If you see that somebody was self-published and that specifically they had 50,000 downloads of their electronic book, what you in the audience, you listening right now, you it, putting, putting yourself in the shoes of this admissions officer, what does that say to you? What does that say about the applicant? What kind of person do you think they are? What kind of characteristics? What kind of attributes do you think that person has? You can get a sense of it just by seeing that quantified data. And if it were me, that would speak very highly. That would speak very, very highly of the applicant. I may not know exactly what the quality is, what it is about that person that allowed or that led to so many people finding that content likable, relatable, instructive, informative, whatever it may be. But there is a quality there that shows a a form of greatness, a form of excellence. And I want to learn more about this person. Or it's enough where I want them. I will vouch for them. I will, I will see to it that they get in. So these are three, three aspects of publish, getting a book published as it relates to submitting an application to college. Now, you may be listening to this, and if you've listened so far, well done. Thank you. If, if you're not a college student or you're not, at, you're not applying to college, this isn't your world, you're still listening, thank you. There are still things that you can draw from this, even if that's not where you are in life. For example, you don't have to be applying to college to consider self-publishing a book. You may not have even realized this is something that can be done. So first off, know that these resources are out there for self-publishing a book if you're interested. First off. Second, perhaps... You're not in college, but you're looking to grad school. So too can this application or can this this answer be applied to your application to grad school? You might not, in that application, instead of saying, instead of sending it to college, you're saying you're saying to grad school, I was published in by either self-published or published by one of these in the big five, and this is the result. As well. Understanding the process that goes into getting published from one of the big five is informative as to how the global economy works. In this example, understanding all of the steps that are associated with, I mean, every step of the way before you actually get published, by learning about those steps, by learning about that process, you, just going to research it right now, take a moment, go Google search, or DuckDuckGo if you prefer, as your search engine, go search for how to get published by, and then type in one of the big five. See what steps go along that way. Or find medium articles, blog posts about people discussing what it was like for them to get published. That whole process. It may be insightful for you to getting a better idea about all that's associated with the book that you ultimately pick up when you go to the store. Or when you go to order something on Amazon or Apple iBooks, wherever you get a book, you'll have a better idea of how this aspect 
of the economy, this aspect of industry, how it operates, and all that's associated with it, all of the steps, all of the people, all of the jobs, ultimately, before this book gets published. It may, you may not have a book to, that yourself that you're trying to publish, but it tells you a lot about the complexity associated with the modern economy. With that question answered, at least according to my experience, my previous, my previous searching for how to get published myself, just out of curiosity, if you have a question, if you have something related to college, university, global markets, programming, blockchain development, anything that you may have noticed on my LinkedIn profile, on my various social media platforms, anything that I've posted, anything that I've said in a previous podcast, or nothing related at all, but you still want to have me answer it, feel free to send a comment. Comment in any of the social media platforms. I don't actually have to post the podcast there for you to be able to ask the question. Send, them, send a question or add to the discussion, add a comment about the discussion. Perhaps you have an experience with publishing, with being a self-published author or going through the big five. What was that like for you? Or even you didn't go through the big five, but you were in the academic world, such as Oxford University Press, Cambridge University Press, Harvard University Press, all the university presses, all the academic journals, the publications. That's a whole other world with similar steps along the way in the getting published from the big five. If you have experience, if you have questions, comment below, continue the conversation. And otherwise, I'll look forward to the next question, being able to answer that as a podcast in itself, or moving on to some of the other topics that I have lined up ready and waiting from all that time that I was busy not making podcasts, but getting this startup with Wolf University up and running. Thanks for listening. I post articles based on these episodes on Medium, LinkedIn, and Facebook. You're welcome to follow me on Twitter or Instagram, where I steadily post live videos. Please like, comment, and subscribe, and consider leaving a rating and review on iTunes and Google Play. It's quick and it helps the podcast continue to operate. Check in each week for new episodes. I'm Johan Lilly, and this has been the Consultancy Podcast.